Good morning, Sister Rochelle. Grand Rising, Laquita here. Sorry. Happy Friday. Good morning. All right. Let's get started. Mm. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Who's on, who else on the line? Good morning, morning, Amen. That is good. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Great morning. Who else on the line? Hey, good morning, DK. Good morning, DK. God morning. Great morning. Thank you, brother. Who else will be on the line? Good morning. This is Sister Sylvia, and I have a praise report. Amen. Go ahead, Sister. Yes, good morning. My daughter was in a fatal, a near-fatal accident on Ash Wednesday and suffered a, a traumatic brain injury, and it's just been uh, really rough. However, God kept his hand on her, and I just want to report that she is making a miraculous recovery uh, in the rehab where she is in Vallejo. So I thank God. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, that that start. Praise God. Good morning. Great morning. Who else may be on the line? It's a great day. Great day. It's a great day to wake up and call on the Lord and thank you, Lord, even in this rain. Thank you for the rain, Father God. Let's go. Who else may be online? Good morning. Great morning. God is so good to us. Please tell us. Praise God. Good morning. This is Rita. Can you put me on your prayer list? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you, Rita. Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. God bless. God bless. All right. Good morning. Great morning. God bless. Who else have you on the line? Hi, Good morning. This is Jr. Good morning. Good morning, Jr. Who else? I think I heard another voice there. Who else? There? It- this is Susie again. Can you please uh, pray for me? Man, we got you covered. Praise God. Thank you. I really yes, need ma'am. it. All right. All right. That was power. Name of Jesus. Good morning. Great morning. Who else may be on the line? Good morning. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. God bless you. Great morning. God bless, God bless you. Great morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, wonderful Wanda. Good morning, wonderful Wanda. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. Who else might be on the line? Good morning, Prosperous Pam here. Good morning, Prosper Pam. Great morning. God morning. Thank you for your presence. Who else might be on the line? Peace and love. Good morning. Good morning. Mm-hmm. Great morning. Who else is on the line? Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. God bless you. Who else may be on the line? A great day to thank God. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody got unplugged this morning. Somebody. Praise God. Who else may be on the line? 
Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless everyone on the car. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Good morning. God bless you, Sister Lisa. Thank you for your presence. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Amen. Good morning. Great morning. It's a great day to thank God. Praise God. Anyone else may be on the line. Thank you, everyone, for your presence. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a great day. Even though the sun ain't out, wasn't out yesterday, a little bit, praise God. But, you know, the sun is out in us. Praise God. Thank you, thank you. All right. Just a little bit less than a minute to go. We're going to transition. But I thank you guys for your presence. Thank you, everyone who's on the line who didn't say who are on their way. Praise God for them as well. Anyone else want to give their, 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 their morning welcome? Praise the Lord. It's a great day to rejoice. I hate Lord. to say this again, but this is Susie again. Um, I did say that I'm, I'm losing my house. It looks like it is. And my depression and my anxiety has come in pretty bad. So please, please, please pray for me. Amen, amen. Susie, you're, you know, we're going we're gonna to pray for you. Can I say a short one real fast? Yes, you God, can. Jesus, cover Susie, her home. Look, I anoint her right now. Take back what the devil has stolen from her, Father God. Restore. Restore her home. Restore everything in the name of Jesus. Do we declare victory in the name of Jesus? No weapon shall form against you. None shall prosper. In Jesus' name, take over. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. No problem. No problem. We're going to pass it on. It ain't yes, over. It ain't Jesus. over. It ain't over. We're going to keep pushing, y'all. Thank you for your time. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. At this time, I need everyone to peace be still. Put your phones on mute at this time. Put your phones on mute at this time. Put your phones on mute at this time. In the name of Jesus, Elohim, we shall proceed. Praise God. Praise God. He is in control. He is in control. Hello. My name is Val. And I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue calling in. Join us for the month of March, where our monthly theme is entitled Identity. Amen. The declarer, Lord have mercy. Rebuke you, devil. I rebuke you right now. Rebuke you right now. In the name of Jesus, forgive me, y'all. Holy Spirit, take over. Holy Spirit. Oh, my Lord have mercy. Tell me, God. Okay. It's going to be all right. Okay. All right. Let's do it again. Be sure to continue calling in and join us for the month of March where our monthly theme is entitled Identity. The Declarer will focus the importance of discovering, embracing, and allowing the Holy Spirit to manifest our God-ordained identities in Christ. Make sure you invite a friend that can be blessed too. There is one today. There is no Friday night live this evening. But stay tuned for next Friday night live date. At this time, we have a few uh, prayer requests from the 
the online, but also as we hear some live ones. Uh, so we have prayer for JC. Uh, she's requesting for her cousin, uh, Nita Malone, for her finances, for her health, for her job and benefits. Uh, praise God. We're uh, asking for prayers for uh, Sister uh, Rita here um, and covering her life. And asking for prayers for Sister Susie, who's in the mix, Lord, that her home is being up in jeopardy. So we're going to ask for the prayer to take over and take that in, 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 in God's hands and redeem that, that spirit. And also for, for Denise Covington to um, give her favor in her uh, continuance of her case and that, the, that God will win and he will represent her and take over. Um, all right, we continue on. The order of this call <clears throat> is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Marcus. The declaration will be brought by Daryl. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. <clears throat> Again, the order is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Marcus. Then the declaration will be brought by Daryl. Then we'll go right to the closing comments hosted by the declarer. <clears throat> Our scripture for the day comes from 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. And it reads, <clears throat> or do not, or you do not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. You are not your own. Amen. For you were bought with a price. Amen. We are not our own. Praise God. So glorify God in your body. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. God bless you. Brother Marcus, are you on? Amen. Father, we ask, we give your name glory, we give your name praise. We need your name honor, Father God. God, we give you glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you, God, for touching us this morning with your finger of love. Thank you this morning that we were on the wake-up list. Thank you, Father God, that we see new, brand new mercies this morning. We see, Father, everything that we need and have needed that your hand has provided. We thank you for your faithfulness and great unto us, Lord God, your children. Father, we thank you that this morning that we have the activity of our limbs and, and right mind, Father God. Thank you that we are yet saved, Father God, and we thank you for your love and your presence and your power, oh God. And we thank you, Father God, for each and every one that is listening and is here under the sound of our voices, Lord God. Father God, we thank you, thank you, and we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we know no other help. We know no other strength. Your name is great and greatly to be praised. And for this reason, we give you honor and glory, Father God. Father, we thank you for this time and this season during Lent for those that are uh 
trying to abstain and trying to focus uh, on the 40 days of the cross, Father God. Thank you for allowing us to turn our plates down. Thank you for allowing us uh, to turn and pull back, whether it be uh, 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 the the Internet or whether it be food or eating healthy or, or whatever it is to help us process our mind and to have a clearer, clearer relationship with you, uh, to clear up our minds, the clamor, the voices, the noise, Lord God, of the world. Right now, we thank you, Father God, uh, for putting that on our hearts, our minds, and our spirits, Lord God. Thank you for what we've been reading, and, and thank you, Lord God, for uh, our topic this month, identity, that we find who we are in you, Father God, that you are our strength, you are our everything, Father God, and we know who we are when we know who you are. Father, we bless you now. Father, we ask that you would continue to bless all those behind the scenes that are helping schedule uh, Declaring Victory and that are doing the other uh, breakout groups, Friday Night Live and, and the group, uh, the other groups. Father, we ask you to continue to bless us, Father. Father, you heard those prayer requests. We've already prayed for Susie, but as a corporate body, those that had prayer request, the names that we've called before you. Father, we lay them at your feet knowing that you can breathe on them and that you can cause uh, us to triumph and you can cause us to win, Father God, uh, as a result uh, of just you breathing on our situation, Lord God. We take our hands off and we trust you, Lord God, uh, and we ask you to move on our behalf. Please, sir, if you would, have mercy, Lord God. Mercy on our hearts, mercy on our minds, mercy on our our souls, Lord God, that they would change, Lord God, and that our hearts would be a heart and we would run after your heartbeat, Lord God, that we would have keep our ear to your mouth so we could hear you, Lord God, as you speak to us through life and through day-to-day -day things and through examples uh, that you keep on speaking to us through life, Lord God, and life experiences from day to day. Father, we thank you uh, for today is a day of the brothers and empowerment. This man has done an awesome job welcoming us, hosting us, Lord God, and we look forward to the declaration, Lord God. Bless every man, every trial, every tribulation that they go to, Lord God. Uh, as we have other young men looking at us, other brothers looking at us as we model, we try to model and follow you. God, make us uh, a walking, talking disciple of you, a follower of Christ. Uh, that we would continue uh, to not always have the right decisions, but we follow the right God. We follow the right King. We follow you, Lord God, and we submit ourselves as men to you uh, and continue to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit in us, God, that we would do and serve and be an example and that we would continue to let our light shine in our community, on our jobs, and everywhere we go and everything that we do, that we continue to put you first, Father God. Uh, as men, and we could put you first. Thank you for our support system. Thank you for uh, our wives, girlfriends, our helpmates, whatever the situation is, uh, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you for the children of Declaring Victory, and we thank you for our college students. Uh, and we thank you, God, for those that are in school, uh, whether they're children or they're adults. We thank you, God, and ask that you would continue to give us tenacity to go and to learn and to matriculate. Father God, uh, there are so many requests and so many things, uh, and we thank you for your omnipresence. We thank you that we are omniscient, Lord God, that you can move on our behalf and hear all of us at the same time, and we give your name glory and praise. Now, God, as we take our phones off mute and we come to you in a corporate way, we want to impact heaven on those prayer requests. We want to impact 
on our own behalf, Lord God. So let's make a great sound for God. Let's open up our minds, take our phones off mute, and bomb our heavens, Lord, and make a sound. We give you glory. We give you praise. Come on, Zion. We want to hear you. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's pray out loud. Thank you. 
that prevail. Now, I want to submit to you on this morning that there are so many opinions in our society of what a man should be. But as Proverbs 19.21 states that the only, that only the Lord's purpose is the only one that counts. And this purpose, men, is really the key to our identity and the key to our fulfillment because God has designed and equipped the male, the man, to carry out every purpose and function that he has been given. So on this morning, I simply want to share, again, what is the identity or the ideal purpose of the male? So now the first thing we need to understand when it comes to the ideal purpose of the male is that God creates according to the requirements of his purpose. I don't want us to get lost in that because we have to understand building this foundation that God creates excuse me, according to the requirements of his purposes. You see, God's desire is to dominate and influence the planet through mankind. So God records in the book of Genesis that he creates man, the spirit, in his image, and then he places the man in two physical houses called the male and the female. Let's look at Genesis 1. 27, Genesis 1, 27, the word of God reads that God, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Now, what I want to point out here is since the spirit man dwells in both male and female, that as a point of reference, I want to refer to the male as the male man and the female as the female man, because this, what it will do is remind us that men are women and women are both men. But the distinctions between men and women are both physical and functional rather than just in their essence. So because of the purpose of man, the spirit, and the purpose of the male man are two different things, they are kind of similarly related. Now, we're going to find in Genesis 2 where the word of God will give us a more detailed explanation in which God made male and female, because what we have to extrapolate first is that God formed the male, okay? Genesis 2 and 7. The word of God says, the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now, it's important to understand, declare victory, that the male man was was made first, and that there was a period of time before the female man was made. Now, realize that there is so much that can be learned regarding God's purposes for the male simply by what the male saw, what the male heard, and what the male learned during this time. Because remember, as I stated earlier, the purpose of something determines its nature, it determines its design, and it determines its features. So what this means is that the nature, the design, and the qualities of the male man were decided upon by God 
as as was created by him according to what he determined was best for the sake of God's purpose. Now, let's dive in this and let me unpack it so that we have understanding because what this really means on this morning is that the purpose of the male man can be summed up thus in three elements. The purpose of the male man is in his priority, it's in his position, and it's in his assignment. Let me say that again. The prior, priority of the purpose of the male summed up in three elements, his priority, his position, and his assignment. Now, let's deal with the first element that we want to uncover is the male's priority. You see, priority refers to the man's order in creation. And what this means thus is in regards to his reason for being. You see, the order in which the male was created gives us the first indication of his reason for being. But why did God make the male man first? Understand that it was not because the male man was better. Let me make sure I echo that, ladies. It doesn't mean that because he's a man that the man is better. No. Understand that the reason why God made the male man first is because it was all because of purpose. Because when you think about it, God really made only one human being, but when he created the female, he didn't go back to the soil. But what he did was he fashioned female from the side of man. How do I know that? Let's go to Genesis 2, 21 through 23. Genesis 2. 21 through 23, and the word of God says, and the Lord caused the deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, had he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Now, what I want you to realize is that only the male came directly from the earth. This is because the male was designed by God to be the foundation of the human family. But the woman came out of the man rather than the earth because she was designed to rest on the man and to be a helper fit for him found in Genesis 2.18. That's why I believe that the foundation of society has really been severely misunderstood because oftentimes we say the family is the foundation of society, yet God did not start to build our earthly society with the family. He began, to, he began it with one person, and that was the male man. Let us go to Genesis 2 and 7. Genesis 2 and 7 reads, the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed in his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now, because God is a God of purpose and that he planned everything before he began to create. So understand that when God started digging the foundation, he knew exactly what he wanted and what the completed picture would look like. But he had to start first with the foundation. Now, for example, have you ever seen a contractor build a house starting with the roof? I'll wait. Have you ever seen a guy 
walk into an empty lot and hold up a window in the air trying to get it to stay in place. I'll wait. No, because you don't start with windows. You don't start with the roof. What you start with when you're building a house is the foundation. Now, that takes us to Matthew 7, 24 through 27. The Gospel of Matthew, seventh chapter, verse number 24 through 27, the word of God reads, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the wind blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these saying of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Now, understand that when God began to build the human race, that he began by laying the foundation, which was the male man. So what this means is that the foundation of our society and our culture is only as strong as its males. And if the males don't learn what it means to be a strong foundation in God, to have their identity in God, then our society will possibly fall. But I do want to shout out to all the ladies. <clears throat> I want to shout out to all the mothers who are single parents who had to struggle to raise their kids on their own. I thank God, we thank God for you that you were able to weather the storm. But whenever the male man has a crack and fault in the substructure of his life, then the whole building, the whole foundation is on shaky grounds. Again, when God made the male first, he wasn't saying that the male is more important than the female. No. But what he is saying is that the male has a specific responsibility and that he has a purpose to fulfill. And that purpose is to give foundation to the structure of life. Now, the second element that determines a man's purpose or a male man's purpose is the male's position. You see, position refers to the environment and the place in which the man is to carry out his purpose. So the male's priority in creation not only means that he was designed to be the foundation of the human family, but he was also was the first to be positioned on earth according to God's purposes. You see, the male man was the first to have a relationship with God. He was the first to experience God's creation and the first, watch this, to receive God's instruction. Now, the male was also placed in the environment in which he was meant to carry out his purpose. Let's go to Genesis 2 and 8. Genesis 2 and 8, it reads, now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east, in Eden, and there he put the man, the male man, he had formed. Now, this point, as we continue to move forward, is very crucial because God put the male man in an environment, which was the Garden of Eden, 
in which he was supposed to remain in order to fulfill his reason for being. But the question that must be raised is, in the Garden of Eden, what was this environment like? First, I submit to you, declare victory, that the Garden of Eden, this environment that the male was to fulfill his reason with being, it was to be a place of heaven on earth. You see, Eden comes from the Hebrew word meaning delicate or to delight or to pleasure. And the word garden means an enclosure or something fenced in. So realize that this was more than just an ordinary garden that mailman was placed in because all that was influencing heaven influenced that particular location on earth. And realize that God did not start by placing man over the entire earth or by placing him just anywhere on earth, but God placed man at a spot called Eden where there was a glory connection between the seen and the unseen. Now, second, the garden was also a place of God's continual presence. Let me say that again. The garden was also a place of God's continuous presence. Now, a central reason why God placed the male man in the garden was that he could be in the presence of God all the time, that he could walk with God, he could talk with God in the cool of the day, that he could hear the voice of God, because this was a place where communion, fellowship, and oneness with God was always intact. So from this we can conclude, from what we've already learned about the environment of the garden is that the primary purpose of the male man is to be in the presence <laughs> of God. The third, God, the garden was also to be a place of training. Because God directed, directed to a man was to fill the earth and to subdue it. You can find it in Genesis 1 and 28. Fill the earth and subdue it. Yet what God told the male in essence was to have dominion over this spot right here so that you will become used to ruling on a smaller scale first. You see, the implication is that God intended for man to grow in his dominion ability by learning to dominate that area in which he was initially placed. You see, God's plan was not for man to leave Eden, but to expand it over the earth. So realize that whenever you and I are faithful over a little, then your rulership, your dominion will be expanded to much more. Now, the third element that determines a man's purpose is the male man's assignment. Assignment means the function or task that the man has been given or has been created and purpose to do. It is his responsibilities with which God has entrusted the male man that are very clear that indicates his purpose. You see, what God gave Adam to do still holds true for all men today. Because again, God is a God of purpose and he has a reason for everything he does. So the first responsibility that God purposed the male man uh, to be is a visionary leader. Genesis 2, 15 through 16, the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it, and the Lord commanded the man. Now, whom did the Lord command? 
the Lord commanded the mailman. What did he tell the mailman to do? Let's go to Genesis 2, 16 through 17. Genesis 2, 16 through 17 says, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Now, realize that the male being first received all the information, all the revelation, all the communication from God, because God wanted him to be the initial recipient of his plan for mankind. You see, God showed the mailman the whole garden, the whole environment of Eden, a vision of everything that he created, and then he gave him instructions for living. But realize that the female wasn't even formed until after the events of Genesis 2, 16 and 17. Therefore, the mailman received all the information alone. He was in charge alone. He was irresponsible alone. He was a leader alone. Thus, the male man was given charge of being the visionary and the leader, the one who would guide those who came after him in the ways of God. And that everything that is necessary to lead the family is built into the male man. Now, this doesn't mean that women don't also have the capacity to be visionaries and leaders, because I thank God for my sister, the bishop, the pastor, the, the, the prophetess, Dion Jackson. I thank God for her, because every word that comes out of her mouth has purpose and its own assignment. If you think she's joking, I dare you to dig a little bit deeper into what she really is saying. Because women also have the capacity to be visionaries and leaders. However, the male is the one who God first entrusted with his plans and purpose for the world. And he was a leader before the woman was even created. And thus God gave the man the job of passing along what he had communicated to him. And this still is the purpose for male men in family as well as in society. The second responsibility that God purposed for the male in the Garden of Eden is to be a teacher. God told Adam, in effect, this is my command. Do not eat of the tree in the middle of the garden, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Realize that God did not tell this to Eve, but he told it only to Adam, which means that it was the man's responsibility to teach and to guide her in the word of God. So understand that the male was given the purpose of being the teacher, not because he's smarter. I guarantee you, every man would have to relent and know, and I have an agreement that I believe that women are smarter than men. I, I, I go on record by saying that. But it's God had given the male the purpose, not just of being the teacher because he's smarter. It's because he was first. And again, this doesn't mean that women are unable to teach but that God intended men to be primarily responsible for teaching God's ways. We find in Genesis 3 and 1, Satan came to tempt Eve and asked her, didn't God say you shouldn't eat from any of the trees? Eve's answer, watch this, men, was based on what she had possibly heard from Adam and not directly from God because Adam was the one that God instructed. Let that sink in for a minute. The third responsibility that God purposed the male man is to be a cultivator. 
What assignments did God give the male in regards to the garden? We find it in Genesis 2, 15, where it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work, to cultivate it. So one of the male's responsibility is to work or to cultivate. It's time out for having hard working women and having pretty men. It means to work, to cultivate, means to make something grow and to produce a greater yield. This means that if you are a man, then your purpose is to cultivate everything around you. Therefore, the purpose of the male man is to develop and to cultivate both people and things to the glory of God. The fourth responsibility that God purposed a man in the Garden of Eden is to be a provider. You see, cultivation involves both creativity and effort. <clears throat> These two things are the nature of true work because God gave men the assignment of work. Let me say that one more time. God gave men the assignment of work. In other words, Work is not a curse. And lastly, the fifth responsibility that God purposed the male man is to be a protector. Genesis 2.15, the Lord took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to take care of it. <clears throat> now, the last responsibility the male was given was to take care of the garden. Included under this responsibility was guarding, was protecting the garden and everything in it. That included the plant, that included the animals, and it included the woman who would be created and live in the garden with him. But watch this. Do you realize? that God never told the woman to protect anything? Why is that? Because the woman was one of the things the man is supposed to protect. It's because God designed the male to protect everything that is in his care, everything that is under his covering. So the male, his identity is to be a natural protector, a protector spiritually, a protector emotionally, and a protector physically. But then there's one final aspect of the male as both provider and protector that I want, want to recognize on this morning. Before the woman came, God gave the man one last responsibility, found in Genesis 2, 19 through 20. Genesis 2, 19 through 20, the word of God reads, Now the Lord God had formed out of the ground all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the air. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called each living creature, that was its name. So the man gave names to all the livestock, the birds of the air, and all the beasts of the fields. Did you know, declare victory, that the Hebrew concept of naming things actually means that whatever you name, you are to possess them. 
This idea is very important in the Bible when you begin to study it, because why did God tell the mailman to name the animals? And why didn't God name them himself? Why did God tell the mailman to name the woman and God not name her himself? It's because whatever you name, you own. Whatever you name, you are responsible for. That's why God named the male, because God called his children, because he always wants to have a right to us. God named the male, the spirit, male, female, so that he will always have right. To us. Declare victory. We don't belong to ourselves. We belong to Him. Acts 17 28 says, In Him we live and move and have our being. I need you to know on this morning, men and women, no one else has a right to you because it was God who named you. This is why Satan has no legal right to you, Sister Susie, to you, anyone under the sound of my voice. Satan has no legal rights to you because God named you. So as I prepare to open up for anyone that needs to give pleasantries a good morning and then we move into closing comments, can I take it one step further? why God did not name the woman. Go to Genesis 21 through 23. Genesis 21 through 23. The word of God reads, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in his place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. You see, God chose not to name the female all because he wanted the man to be totally responsible for her. That is why in marriage that a woman has traditionally taken her husband's name as well as the children. The reason why a woman entering in marriage, children take on the father's name. It is to signify that he is responsible spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Because real men are very careful about naming things or putting their names to certain things. Because whatever you name, you claim. And what you claim, men, you have responsibility for. So young women, the next time a man comes to you and he wants to give you his name, make sure you check him out. Make sure you know his identity is tied into the one who named him, who who has authority over him, who he is accountable to. I'm not just talking about being able to refer to if he can just sustain you, if this man can just supply your need. I'm not just referring to money. I'm talking about can this man comfort you? 
Can this man pour knowledge into you? Can this man stir you up with intellectual stimulation? Is he a protector? Does he offer you security as peace in the form of the Holy Spirit of a dove landing on your shoulder and giving you peace in the midst of your home? And can he begin to unite with you one spiritually? Ask him. Can you provide all these things for me? Because what you want and what the world needs are men who know their identity and are purpose-filled men for God. Father, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you, Lord God, that your scriptures, Lord God, that bore your truth that, Lord, they were illuminated properly, Lord God. Father, I pray that those that were able to hear it, both men and women, Lord God, that we, Lord God, understand the importance and the identity, Lord God, and the foundation of the male in spirit as well as the male man while we have these men on the line. Father, I thank you that words, Lord God, are not just heard, but, Lord God, we put them into actionable insight that, Regardless of wherever we are, we take the position to be able to get back into alignment to be, Lord God, that that you call us to do. And, Lord, I just thank you for every man. I thank you for every woman. I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice that you continue to bless them, Lord God, continue them to walk in visionary uh, anointing, Lord God, to be able to walk in power and authority and being able to discover who they are via the admonition of the Holy Spirit, Lord God, revealing it to them. And Lord, we'll just forever give your name all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Amen, my brothers and sisters. At this time, we're going to open up the line. If there's anyone who would like to render pleasantries, good mornings on this morning before we move, to close in comments, please unmute yourself and do so. Good morning, it's Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Good to hear from you. Good morning, this is Mary. Good morning, Mary. Good to hear from you. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Mary. Good sunshine. Anyone else? Good, Good morning, morning, Pastor Darrell Rochelle. Amen. <laughs> Good morning, Rochelle. Thank you for, again, being the visionary you are and keeping me in uh, alignment with where we're going month over month. Amen. Anyone else? Good morning. It's Jubilee and Juliet. That was a rich word this morning. Good morning. Uh, Jubilee, Ju Juliet, I thank you so much for what you're doing as well. Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning. It's kind Kim. Thank you so much for your word. Happy Favorite Friday. I love you guys. Hi, kind Kim. We love you too. Thank you so much and happy Favorite Friday. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. Great declaration. Amen. Go ahead, our uh, youth lady. Good morning, Amen. thank Elder, you. Uh, mm -hmm. Good morning, Elder Eric Smith. Uh, great declaration. Thank you. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. Good to hear from you. Anyone else? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, good morning. This is Brother 
And that's powerful, powerful stuff, man, powerful stuff. God bless God bless you, Brother Al. Thank you so much. God bless you as well. It was Moxie. Hey, good morning. It's Moxie. Great declaration. Great, great God. declaration. God bless you, Sister Moxie. It's always good to hear from you. Amen. Oh. Hey, good morning. Yeah. Uh, great declaration. Thank you. God bless you, man of God. Thank you so much, and God bless you walking in your identity and purpose. Anyone else? Good morning, good morning. Georgia. Thank you for the declaration. Yeah, I, I and good morning is persistent. Good. Thank you for the declaration. <laughs> Loved it. You, you know God what I'm about you. to say, right? You, you know what I'm about to say. Thank you for being persistent. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm... <laughs> Hey, man, God Stop bless it. you all, ladies. <laughs> In, hey, Pastor Daryl. Hey, Dee Dee. It's dynamic. Wait, no, it's dynamite, Dee Dee. I didn't forget what the girl gave my name years ago. Explosive. I have to laugh because it's Men Friday, but women, we don't get a brother's attempt to say nothing. I'm just saying that even though you said they were created first, we, we just got to go first all the time. Okay, I'm going to go on mute for now. <laughs> dynamite, Amen. dynamic, Dee Dee. Amen. Go ahead, my brother. <laughs> Amen. Then let's let's move into closing comments. Uh, if anyone have anything you want to share, whether it's pleasantries or maybe what you received from the declaration this morning, or whatever the Holy Spirit has placed on your heart. Good morning, brother. Amen. I, I, just, I just want to say this is brother, this is brother, this is brother Al. Um, you know, I just I, I got notes everywhere, my guy. <laughs> um, I, I, I tell you, I, I'm tingling. I'm tingling over here, brother. Uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, Holy Ghost. You know, I, I love your last statement, man. You said whatever your name, you claim. I love that, and I love I love what you were saying, man. Um, you were, you were writing by about your purposes. I think I missed the first one though. And um, mm-hmm. I was just I was just looking at that, and you know, it is so true. We are those things, and I was like, you know what? We gotta we gotta walk in those things, you know, you know, and, and and we have to proclaim that because, like you said, the women that are in our lives, we got to be that, you know, because they're looking at us to lead, they're looking at us to cultivate, they're looking at us to be the foundation, you know. And as you said, the foundation. I mean, who wants to have a foundation on some sand? Who wants to have yes, a foundation on, on on a hill? Because you, you put a foundation, you put it goes slide. Hello, Amen, California. We Amen. got out of sight. <laughs> so I'm just saying this, and I'm gonna be quiet. But uh, we got to build some strong foundation, you know. And I appreciate that. And, that. and that is so key. I am humble, Al, and I am dropping the mic and passing the peace. <laughs> you you have truly dropped the mic, humble Al. Amen. We thank God for that. And I want to encourage men. Start somewhere. It doesn't mean that you have to be deeper, smarter. Your prayers have to be more fervent than women. I mean, I mean, the truth of the matter is, as I say it again, and it's no shame, I know quite a few women that run circles around me, Dion, but realize you got to start somewhere. God didn't call you because you were smartest. He called you because he placed you as foundation. He placed you first. So get in the game and let's do and grow wherever we are, and let's make sure that we're doing what God is calling us to do. Amen? Anyone else? Hey, Pastor Darrell, I want to make sure. Is there a brother that want to speak before I say something? 
Hey, good morning. Good morning. Go ahead, Jason. Hey, Pastor D. Hey, thank you uh, for your decoration. It definitely gave me, uh, like, food for thought. And it just reminded me overall that um, that if I'm not connected, if I don't stay connected to God, like mm-hmm. all my attempts on what I think a man should be, like I'll, I, you know, I'll, I'll fall short, you know. And, and uh, you know, you talked about uh, priority, uh, priority uh, position and assignment. And uh, it just, um, I was just like, wow. And it's a wonder why society as a whole is so broken because we as men aren't taking our rightful positions, you know. And uh, my mind was racing as you were giving your declaration, and I was like, wow. And then I was like, you know, one of the most, and I'll close with this, like one of the most, Um, Because you talked about so many things. You talked about men and women. You talked about uh, cultivating. Um, I mean, you said so many things, and and I thought, wow, it's like one of the most, one of the most humiliating things in my experience as a man is like when you're interacting with a woman and she tells you, ain't a man. You ain't no man. You know what I mean? And I was just like, but I I know that responsibility is a spiritual principle, but if I take my rightful position and I'm responsible, because I'm learning, like, it's not about, like, all the outside stuff. It's about, like, what I stand for. You know, I could have value because I'm honest, I'm trustworthy, I'm loyal. I, I believe in God. I pray. I'm trustworthy. And, you know, uh, I think the fruits of the Spirit reveal themselves when you're connected to God, because when you're connected to God, he'll supply all the things you 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 need. But I always wanted to put the uh, horse before the cart. You know Amen. what I mean? I always wanted to have all and then try to, I always wanted to have the outside trimmings and then try to cultivate the other stuff, you know, so I've always kind of been, for lack of better terms, like ass backwards, you know, so mm-hmm. uh-huh. just I just appreciated your declaration. You gave me food for thought. And uh, one thing I like about this prayer call is I know listening is the most important part of communication. And I said this before uh, some months ago, it's teaching me to listen to what women have to say, because there's a point in time I'm in my life when I was really kind of chauvinistic, and mm-hmm. and I would go immediately. Oh, you know, when women start talking, I would kind of shut down, and you're talking way too much. You know what I mean? So this on this prayer call, even though um, there's more women than men, I appreciate people's comments, and it and it helps me to be a better listener. So I'll, I'll close with that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, my brother. King, I appreciate that so much, your feedback, brother. It hit very close to home. So thank you so much. Anyone else? Pastor Darrell. It was Didi that uh, I told Jr. to go ahead. So whew, I'm walking because I'm at the preschool. Can I just tell you thank you? 
Thank you for that mm-hmm. lesson, and thank you for breaking it down, a man's position. And Jr. is so right. It's out of order, but it also has to do with, to me, and I'll just make it real quick, growing up in a broken home, you know, having a father mm-hmm. that didn't really see an example, and I think that's what it, it, it lies to. We don't always have an example of what a man or father or husband's role is. So a man will drop the ball because they don't know, and the lesson that you taught needs to be taught. I'm talking about men of God, men who are married to believers who are not emotionally there, physically there, you know, protecting the wives because just because you're, what, how do I say this? Doesn't make submissiveness does not mean you are the Lord over your wife and you tell her what to do and you're right. and all that. That's not what that means. And I think we've got to accept. So what I've learned, raising a big old six foot, six foot four black boy <laughs> in Richmond, California, I have to learn how to, I'm not a man. Because, you know, they say a woman can't raise a boy to be a man. I'm not a mm-hmm. man, so I can't. So I get that. But we have to instill the blueprint so eloquently. The way you put it, like I'm going to send this to my my sons, my nephews, my husband, my ex-husband, my brother. <laughs> like, And I'm not even being funny. Because yeah. when you understand the role, you fall in line. And it'd be more healthier relationships. So a lot of us aren't walking around here broken and not knowing our identity because the head didn't know. Because if the yeah. head ain't healed, how the rest of us going to be whole? But we all got to fall in place and know what role we are to play. So I thank you. I love you to life, man. Thank you for that. <laughs> I love you to life, too, Dynamic DD. Thank you so much for that. And please share it with every man you know. This is critical in our society and for the kingdom of God is to get man back in their proper alignment with their relationship with God and knowing who they are in the kingdom of God. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Pastor Darrell, it's, it's Rochelle. And I just want, uh, first I want to hand you back your bullhorn because you dropped it. Um, you know, that part right there, that whole teaching. It needs to be more teaching on platforms, the platforms that, you know, when they scrolling through, this needs to be an infomercial on on every time they get on Instagram, every time they get on Facebook, just a reminder. Did I remind you that God made you the head and not the tail? Did I remind you that God put you in order and and vice versa for, you know, women to encourage them and, and get the alignment back in order as well? But this was, I, I when you said it was directed for the men, I tapped into my son, I texted him. And I let them know that, um, get on, get on, get online, listen in. I know you're probably working, but just listen in. If you can't, guess what? It's going to be in your uh, your text messages later on as soon as it's posted. Because it, that word needs to get out there. It needs to be more men like you, Pastor Darrell, that says, okay, I know what I heard from the Lord, and, and, and I have to do it. And we have to do it expediently so thank god for you this morning so bless you and i don't do anything on myself i am grateful to be able to be in a place where the word goes forth and it is truth and we all serve him in the same place and love him in the same way so thank you pastor Darrell. i appreciate you no thank you sister rochelle thank you for that feedback and thank you for even sharing with the young men coming up also because it's important we all got a responsibility to make sure that we're leading them and making them aware of their true identity and who God has really created and called them to be. Anyone else? Thank you, hey. 
inspiration. This is uh, Monica. I want to say thank you for that message, too, because I, uh, growing up without my father in the home, I believe that my life became very dysfunctional. And I remember being young and feeling like I lost my covering. I felt like I was exposed to the world in some weird kind of way. And Mm -hmm. um, I grew up not really trusting men. And I didn't always know why, but I always felt that that feeling of not being, feeling safe, you know? And um, when I read, when I read this uh, one time before, I, I, I started saying, wait a minute, he never, God never gave the direction to the woman, he gave it to the man. Mm-hmm. And I say, they always blaming us for stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, and we always default. We always the crazy person, mean, mad, but we fussing because you ain't doing what you supposed to do. And for some way, somehow we know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We looking for somebody to lead. We ain't trying to be the leaders. We standing in that place because somebody else ain't in that place. You know, but I thank you for that because it 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 puts everything in order and place for me to understand why my foundation was always off. And you know, I remember when I first started seeking God, I remember having a problem saying "Father" because I was like thinking. Father, you mean a father that lied to me, didn't show up, said he was coming and didn't, you know, like all of that stuff. My, I had to really understand that God was nothing like that. But in my first approach to it, when I would say certain words, I would connect it to my foundation. And so I want to say thank you for that because I, um, I appreciate hearing it from a man because it makes it more authentic, you know, Amen. and I'm grateful for your declaration. Um, and I, I thank Dion for this line. I honor her so much because every time I get on this call, I just get so much out of uh, the messages and the declarations that I hear, it really is a blessing for me. So thank you again, and I'm going to be done. Hey, Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you so much for sharing your heart, amen, and just being able to help empower, empower the men and everyone around you, amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Amen. It sounds like all hearts and minds are in order. I think. Good morning, God my for... brother. Go right ahead, my brother. This is Elder Eric. Uh, <clears throat> once again, I want to thank you for for your declaration. Uh, when I went to school, Genesis, and it's funny too, 
because I just find this out. Genesis is probably one of the most argued outside of revelations in the seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of well, what 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 did God really say? What 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 happened and everything? So I do like your interpretation. I will playfully challenge you because mm-hmm. you said early in the decoration that you know man names he owns. So does that mean that man named a woman he owns her? I don't think you meant that. But that's just a playful challenge. No let me worries. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let me go <laughs> on and say uh, that man names woman twice. Mm-hmm. And on, on, the only reason why I say that, you really drew my attention, uh, and I never really kind of really realized it, that when Adam receives uh, Eve, he names a woman. Now, woman is, is, is a genre. It's, it's 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 a gender. It's uh, a generic category, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But when we go to Genesis three, after all what happens, after Eve takes the apple, after Adam throws her underneath the bus, uh, uh, underneath the bus to God, and that they receive their the consequence. Adam could have had a uh he could have had an attitude. He could have made a decision based on his emotions. But in Genesis three, Adam affirms the woman. And he names her. He separates her from the gener- from the generic of woman. He names her Eve women of all living things. And I'm just, you know, just, just kind of transliterating that. And so that always spoke a powerful message to me. That as a man, regardless of my woman, my mate, my spouse, whatever she does, because I am the man, I need to extend to her the grace. I need to extend her the forgiveness. I need to extend her the patience that Adam did. And to name her, to name her always in the positive. As Adam named Eve, the mother of all living things, you didn't name her, oh, you messed up. You didn't name her, you was the first sinner, but he named her the giver of life. This is what we need to affirm to all women. And so if, if 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 I don't come out with any other lesson besides that from what you taught, uh, Elder, that's one thing that always sticks in my mind. God bless you. Wonderful decoration. Amen. God bless you as well, Elder. Thank you for your feedback, your comments. Very powerful uh, exaltation as well, too. Thank you so much for sharing. Anyone else? Anyone else? Amen. Pastor then all I just want to 
Can mm-hmm. I just add real quick um, about yeah. being the leader of the man? You can't lead mm-hmm. if you're not willing to follow in some things. I love the fact that you said women smarter mm-hmm. than men. It doesn't mean that we're intellectually smarter all the time. We're just a little more strategic at times for, you know, to help the situation. A help me isn't just to meet your needs. It's a help me to meet you where you are, where you're at when you need the help. So, Grace here, I'm sorry. I'm, okay, I'm going on mute. I, again, I'm here with your bullhorn. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries at all. Thank you, everyone, for your comments, your feedback. Trust me, there is value in everything that everyone has shared on this morning. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Is there anybody else? I don't want to make sure I quench the fire before we render the benediction. Hey, Pastor Carol. Can you hear me? I, I can. Oh, okay. This is Christina Joy. I just wanted to um, say that was an awesome share. It was a very rich word and very educational as well. Um, for me, with the perspective of the correct role. Amen. Thank you so much, Christina. Uh, really thank God for the ministry that he's doing in and through you as well. What a powerful, powerful woman of God, a powerful person of God you are. So thank you. And I encourage you in the ministry that God is calling you to. For real, God be praised. And hey, right before we go, I have to just say great declaration. I was trying to come off of you. I don't know if it was me. Could you hear me? Uh, I couldn't have heard the static if that was you. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Good morning. Okay. Great, Good morning. Great. This is Moxie. Great declaration. You know what? I was feeling mainly um, listening. Um, even from the beginning, guys, I remember the first, you know, I know we only on day 10 right now. And when the first declaration, I remember praying and I remember the Holy Spirit um, saying to me, exposure. And mm-hmm. he said it was going to be exposure this month. And it was going to be good, though. I remember that. And I'm really seeing it just come, just coming to um, to play, just coming out, just coming out. Because this, even with your declaration today, I thank you, man of God, because me being a woman who have always felt that I had to um, play the role of the man because in my household, you know, um, mm-hmm. throughout my relationships, because, you know, I... Um, just, just because of the lack of those things that you were naming, but that wasn't, you know, Holy Spirit. Even listening to you, you know, of how us as women was made to build, but with listening to you really humbled me to get back in, you know, stand to, to, to know to stay in my lane. You know what I'm saying? And it was just, you know, it was a good thing, not a, you know, bad, but a good thing because He's preparing me for my husband. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I definitely thank you and just, just give God the praise because it's, it was very humbling and very um, rich. So I just want to say thank you so much. Amen. God bless you, Sister Moxie. Thank you so much for your feedback. So make sure as you're led, ask that man the question again. What can he supply? Not just talking about money. We're talking about intellectual stimulation, spiritually. Uh, protection, security over your heart, your mind, your soul, comfort, knowledge. There are a couple of things. Can you provide these things that God has equipped you to provide? So 
Make sure that you do. Thank you so much for your feedback. Is there anyone else before we render the benediction? I thank God for all of you all on this morning. Amen. Then if all hearts and minds in order, let us bow our heads and open our hearts. Father, I thank you, Lord God, for your presence. We thank you for your power. Thank you, Lord, for just being able to allow habitation on this call and not just visitation, Lord God. Father, I thank you that you allowed your word to come forth, Lord God, with understanding. Lord, I thank you for every man on this call, Lord God, that you bless them, anoint us, Lord God, to walk in the character, the identity that you have already forged since the beginning of time for us to be the foundation, Lord God, to be able to make sure that we are covering the areas that you are calling us to. And Lord, I thank you for every woman. I thank you, Lord God, for the anointing in her life. I thank you, Lord, that you just continue to grace her, bless her, Lord God, to be able to do, Lord God, all that you called her to do. And more importantly, God, we thank you that you just allow us to be always in a place of communion, a place of fellowship, a place of oneness with you. Lord, we ask that you cover our footsteps, cover our presence. We pray again for Sister Susie. I pray if there's any men in that area that are available to help her, that they call and be on assignment to assist in any way. And Lord, we'll be so careful to give your name all the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. And seeing your darling, matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Happy Favorite Friday. God bless you, and we will see you all on Monday. God bless you all. Yes. God be praised. Love you guys. Love you guys. Have a victorious day, everyone. Happy Favorite Friday. Thank you, ladies. Have a blessed day, everyone. Love you guys. Have a great great weekend. Amen. Stay dry and safe. Amen. Amen.